0: Good evening and welcome to episode 5 in season 2 of Eroticism Magazine's weekly podcast. This season so far I've had a lineup of incredible guests from the adult entertainment industry, from porn stars to cam models and content creators. This past February 16th, remember Eroticism Magazine celebrated 15 years since we first launched in Spanish, and 14 years plus that we were free to the readers and proudly served as a tool to promote aspiring and accomplished ladies from sex workers to swingers, hot wives, porn stars, and uh, aspiring erotic models. Eroticism magazine also covered erotic events including the Sex Expo in Mexico City, black tape artist events, gay pride marches, and the famous Miss Mexico Gay for over 8,000 monthly readers in both languages. For all our new listeners, eroticism is something that has the quality or character of being able to arouse sexual excitement or feelings. This quality may be found in many forms of artwork including paintings, photography, drama films, music, literature, and of course in today's advertising. I have said that eroticism is a state of sexual arousal or sexual excitement, an insistent sexual impulse, desire, or pattern of thoughts, or the anticipation of it. It's also referred to as one's ability to experience sexual thought desires, and sensations. Tonight we're talking eroticism, fantasies, fantasies and sex with my good friend Lara Latina. My name is Kevin, the erotic photographer, and I'm your host. Now tonight's model, um, or escort, sex worker, however you want to call it, Lara Latina. Lara, good evening and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you.
0: Now, Lara and I first met in Mexico City back in 2016 when she was virtually and literally being stalked by a pimp who was running an agency in Mexico City named Danielle. Now, Lara needed to get her career moving. She came from being a pole dancer at gentlemen's clubs. She tried opening her own studio, but she needed money right away to pay for her MBA, and she also had some other family commitments and she had to take care of them. So she thought escorting would be a good option for her. She placed an ad on the internet and before you knew it, this guy, Danielle, was the first person who contacted her. And basically his main goal was just to exploit her and have sex with her. Now tonight, we're talking about the escort or the personal services of sex workers. So Lara, tell the audience where you're from.
1: I'm from Brazil, i from Sao Paulo. And you can tell
0: the accent, no? You <laughs> still have still have that little bit of action after all these years. Well,
1: we we do use a lot of ch and d so sometimes <laughs> it's like
0: Sometimes are yeah. You,
1: are you are you back in tone? So it's like yeah, very ch but I, I am I am getting better, I think.
0: Yeah, you are, you are. I mean, since when we met back in 2016, your your English was very good, but we spoke more in Spanish than we did in than, than we did in English. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, Senor, I'm. You I, will speak Portuguese. Sorry. What's that? Well, soon you will speak in Portuguese. Soon, I mean, I, I did used to speak Portuguese really well when when I was working in Brazil, and I had clients from Portugal. So, I mean. There was that time and but it was more technical than talking about sex and eroticism and all of that so that's something something you're gonna have to teach me i know we 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 met in 2016 on the back end of your situation with danielle and that's when you were starting out or how long have you been doing meetups and personal appearances and all that well you
1: remember i was dancing back back in that yeah, like in, in that time we were dancing a lot of, like lots of us we were like okay i will be just dancing for a couple of days three days you know week or something and then uh we just find out like crazy situations in mexico city back here. yeah i was okay. dancing but back in that time and we were like pushed by many people you know like oh my god there's like a big trouble with the justice like everybody's catching the girls at the clubs and if we were like with papers or no papers if we were like legal or you know our situation very crazy at the moment and all the clubs were starting to be closed at that time so back then I was
0: of the gentlemen's club we're talking about the strip clubs and things like that in Mexico City
1: yeah and because of that i was like okay i might be able to to work as an escort if everything goes well so then i met you well before before i met you i was i was with this uh agency i will just let's call it agency just for a little bit of respect for the girl (laughs) okay uh and then this guy was like oh yeah perfect so i'm going to take like it was i think it was 50 percent. i don't i don't remember well but i guess it was yeah like a huge amount
0: 50% so commission. every
1: time yeah 50 percent commission that was the price and also you had to pay for your pictures pay for you know taxis or drivers or whatever and he wouldn't be able to give you you know like uh, okay i will give you a room for your like for your pictures or something i mean i'm I'm not in that time i I didn't have you know any idea what i was going through what you were getting into yeah like i was like okay okay whatever yeah I think this guy is nice. I wouldn't just trust him. And yeah, everything is going to be cool. Everything is great. And then I was back in that time, I was, I think I was having like three or four appointments. And this guy was just like, he didn't even care if I was eating or if I was in the traffic or if I was driving. I had to be like all the time, full time connected. And back in the time, it was yeah, yeah. He was baiting me because um, I didn't want to continue working with him, and he just mm, he was like asking me for you know sex with him. But since I said no, I don't want to have sex with you because we are working together. Exactly. I thought we, we were a team. So he got mad, and the rest you don't, you, you know that. So,
0: yeah, I know, I know the rest of the story. And we're talking about Danielle, right? Hmm. Yeah, and Danielle, and so, so all of our listeners know Danielle ran what he called a, an escort agency in Mexico City, which, technically, in Mexico City, it's an illegal activity. You can't own an agency, and the police and everybody were cracking. They were cracking down on it and we had so much trouble with Danielle, myself personally, um, because I was doing, I was doing uh, Lara's photos for her. Um, we, were, we, were, <laughs> like we were spending a lot of time together. I mean, we were yeah. literally, she was, she was at my house um, on a regular basis and we were working together. She was helping me with the magazine. She was, we were doing her photos. We did an incredibly beautiful portrait set out on my balcony one day uh, which absolutely, which were absolutely beautiful um, and I mean he literally he was calling up and he was threatening me and then my lawyer got involved because my lawyer also was an escort yeah now you have to you have to imagine yeah. My, my yeah my my lawyer and I Mika and I met because she was an escort she came to me for pictures and she wanted to be she wanted to be in the magazine to promote her escort services
1: yeah we were, we were like reaching you out because we we were like oh my god i really want to become independent but i don't know how i don't know which who you know exactly. and, and you, you're just you your like a mentor to us because you have a huge career and you are like super cute and you're gonna be always professional and you know like it's always good to have someone that you can trust like even though you are in this business in all the businesses areas and i mean you're you're awesome and i'm really really <laughs> proud that okay not proud of what happened
0: but i'm really proud we we met um to oh, yeah, the so I am, we friends I, yeah and i'm really glad too and i know when we i know when we met part of your part of your situation why you were moving from doing the tables because well apart from the fact that in mexico city they were closing all the tables um because in in the short and long of it they were fronts for selling drugs and they were fronts for prostitution so they're down on all of those and i think they closed all but one in mexico city and and even one night even one night a lizzie sanseth and i were we were going out we were going to a club we wanted to go to one of the gentlemen's clubs, one of the strip clubs, just to hang out. And we got there and it was already closed. So we were like, oh, wow, this is this is terrible. And uh, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, and, and you were going through some personal issues as well. You were in a sort of in an abusive relationship.
1: Yeah, it was a very crazy thing. Like, um, I couldn't go out from my house. I couldn't, like, do many stuff. Even though I, I, I wasn't, like like anymore with him. He was, you know, like trying to approach me or to search for me or to you know, you know yeah. all the story and, and it was very crazy. I was just like, oh my god. What should I do?
0: Yeah, he was kind of like stalking you. I remember I remember that and uh, I, I remember you gave me his phone number and, and we had to save his phone number and remember not to answer <laughs> it. <laughs> because he was going <laughs> to he was going to be the next one that was going to call me and threaten me on the phone. And, and uh, oh my you know, God. It's, it's not that it, I didn't have any short of a few people that hated me because I was, I was helping people. You know, whether you're talking about in New York or whether you're talking about in Mexico City, um, in Brazil, I didn't connect that much with, uh, with escorts. Back in the '80s, I connected more with just having sex um, yeah. with, girl, with girls that were there. You know, and and uh, people that I met along the way, but. Uh, in Mexico I, I I got really deep into the um, adult entertainment business because of a because of a, a club that I did website for and I put um, cameras so that they could do you know live streaming from their from their dance floor and uh, it was like and we're talking this was back in the, in the 19 or the late 1990s probably around 1998 when I did this so the technology I mean we were still using dial up in Cancun yeah. back in this day, so it wasn't even good 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 connections or anything. But so yeah, so you came you came to me. We met. We did your photos. We got you in the magazine. And and the thing that we had to protect in your, and particularly in your case, because of your situation, not only with Danielle, but the situation with the with your your ex boyfriend or whatever he was. I don't even know what well, Andres was, but now. he was like, yeah. yeah. And so you know we had we had to be careful that so we made sure that the the photos that we took we didn't want to blur your face out because I hate you know when they make take the photos and then they put a you know blurry thing over the face so we made sure we took the photos on angles and with you looking in the opposite direction of the camera and and it showed off your you know your assets without showing off your face and you know and so that was that was just kind of a way that I I like to work with the girls I didn't like to if the girls didn't want to show their their face then you know we didn't show their face it was as simple as that yeah now what were some of the what were some of the problems that you ran into as an escort i mean i like to be very sex positive and and i you know support all of the industry whether you're uh you know whether you're an escort whether you're a porn star whether you're an erotic model a cam model a dancer a content creator I, I, I like to be supportive of the whole industry and I like to believe it's all you know positive sex positive but there think, is a dark side to escorting isn't there
1: yeah well I, I think I think we we were meeting each other in a tra- like in this transition time you know like there's clubs and there's like girls going out with boys or whatever and they are like hanging out but at the same time they are getting paid but they don't say nothing because it's just like a taboo so even though we were like you know working together and everything we were like oh my god what are we doing here are we okay with Showing our face, are you okay? Doing our pictures because also it's it's just a crazy market, not just for us as, as you know as giving up service or exchanging things, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: I think it's above that. Like it's it's connected to the photographers. It's connected to the people around us. I think we are just like part of a. Uh, inside world that nobody sees because there's a black the the, the black um, side like these whole situations with the trafficking and also we we are we're not able to talk with with clients sometimes we are just like chick-chack chick-chack and the next one and the next one and I guess now doing this thing it's getting more um personal there's guys that they just want you to talk with them or to listen to them but there's also guys that they just want your money as there's many situations that you can just screening do like a screen for the guys and because i mean you don't know you just don't know who's who's going to be outside your door and you can be murdered. I mean, I'm, I'm really knocking <laughs> knocking wood, but, um, but yeah, I mean, in the other side of the, of the door, there's like a sweet guy or there's like a crazy guy. So that's why we really need to screen the people we are about to meet. And we do really love to have references.
0: From clients, client references
1: yeah yeah because nowadays it's been so I, I guess because also i mean the situations we've been through like with the dancing and also nowadays with covid times we were like with, with crazy moments like is this guy like connected to the mafia is this guy like calm like he's just having a moment or he really wants to you know to have more moments like this yeah.
0: I mean Isn't that you, then you're talking about moving from really from a, an escort client uh, relationship into like a sugar baby type of relationship yeah. you know? because I mean yeah. that's a lot of it it's where we we've evolved and when I talk to a lot of uh, girls from Europe and from Canada and from and even from the US that do um, they do escorting they do meetups they do you know things like that and yet what we do is we come along we, we come across people who who just want somebody to talk to they want somebody to talk openly with without being judged you know they don't want to go home to their wife and be judged for what they're thinking or what they're saying so they want they want somebody to you know to give them an hour of their time to just listen you know and if sex occurs it occurs but you know it's probably not the sometimes not the foremost thing in their mind it's you know that they want it they want a little bit of company they want somebody to listen to them and so the escorting business from what it was in the 1980s the 1990s uh, into the 2000s it's evolving and now even more with the content creation and the only fans and the fansly and the cam models and you know, it becomes now a more personal experience, but also that there's even more dangers as technology gets better and things like that. we got cyber stalking, you know. And, and we,
1: have, we have lots of apps also. Like, there's, oh yeah. there's lots of apps that you can just meet people and they are just like, oh like what are you and you're like we uh, will not tell you where am i but like <laughs> do you want to be my sugar or something so you just get to the point like get
0: to exactly. the chase so we're not That's wasting it. your so we're not wasting your time
1: yeah and also i think it's connected to the fact of okay am i going to see you like just for food or we can just have dinner or have fun whatever but also it's it's sometimes it's more secure when you're screening the guys or we are just texting but without saying we're gonna have sex exactly. that's where the point is you just don't need to tell anyone what you're doing in sex like in sex and also you don't need to say you're getting paid for that that's very dangerous so girls please don't say anything about that like in texts just don't give information you just don't need to give if you don't know this guy you don't know who's who's there like above this world there's a different world Uh, like all the technologies and all the accesses to everything just don't give information just don't you don't need that
0: yeah, and and I mean, and there's a big difference between the way um, meetups are handled in the U.S. and the way they're handled in Mexico or the way they're handled in Colombia or absolutely. in absolutely. You know, because in in Mexico City, guy calls you up on the phone and he says, you know, I want I want ha- I want an hour of your time. You know, in Mexico, all he wants to do is he wants to have sex with you, he wants to fuck you, and. That's what you're, you know, that's what it is. And he says, Well, how much is it? How much is it for, you know, a blowjob without a condom? How much is it for anal sex? How much is it for two hours? And I mean, all that information you're giving at the girls are giving out either over the phone or over WhatsApp. And so, you know, you've got all that information out there. And I think what a lot of times what the girls and the clients mm-hmm. don't understand is yeah. that today, all of that inf- information now. Yeah, WhatsApp says it's encrypted from you know from point A to point B, and that's fine. But in the case that the police, in the case that the police subpoena the records, all of your chat history for over the years are going to be turned over. So whatever you were talking about, whatever you were texting about, um, just like if you were doing it on a regular text, you know, an SMS program, it's all yes. going to be it's all going to be exposed to. The police, if there's an investigation of some kind, whether whether it's for uh, a homicide or whether it's for an assault or whether it's for a uh, you know a criminal case of soliciting prostitution or whatever it may be, so you know here in Mexico I don't think the girls have the education um, or they're not educated because they come here, um, and I'm not and I'm not saying girls from all around the world. I'm just saying that that in Mexico the people get involved in escorting because it's instant money and it's a, it's an immediate solution to maybe an economic crisis that they're having you know yeah, what i mean but also like,
1: you're you're tra- like i mean as a foreigner in mexico you're traveling to to get like more opportunities in your life and you're getting into a situation that you just don't know these people and you're just you know like having lots of confidence and oh my god i'm going to take you to vegas and then you will get paid in cash or you're just traveling to um cabos and lucas in mexico or you're gonna have a yacht and you're gonna travel like crazy with these guys or i mean you're just like going with the flow because you don't know if you're able to trust these people even the people you are working with, I'm so blessed. <laughs> because I can just trust Kevin and wow. I'm so happy.
0: Now we so, even tried doing the webcam for you, no? We, we we set you up with a live Jasmine account. Yeah. But the situation was that you were trying to pay for your MBA at the time and you you didn't have another job. You were trying to make a, a A dance studio work for you there in Mexico City and you know live jasmine was not a instant cash type of thing I think that's what the situation is Um, why the live jasmine concept the chatterbait concept and all that really didn't work here because the girls are looking for you know like yourself looking for instant gratification you know pay me cash for an hour's worth of work and I'll be happy and you make more in an hour than you could an entire night on live jasmine. So, but, you know, yeah. you, then you don't take into account the, the danger that could be around the corner. You know, and, and again, I like to be sex positive, but I also like to, you know, to say that there is a dark side to everything. And I know not just in Mexico, but I know all around the world um, in, in the U.S. as well. Escorts, sex workers, whatever you want to call them, they're considered disposable. You know, and yeah. people actually, when you get serial killers or you get um, an angry person, they, they, they think yeah, they think nothing of killing you. You know, and you know that takes me back to the 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 thing in to, when 2017, when uh, one of my models was killed by a serial killer here in Mexico City. And, yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, and Katia we, we was. We were like in shock.
1: We were like, oh my god, we just. We we were like having uh I think next week uh I don't know, we were like talking and we were like having some uh something. Like we were having pictures or something, like a shooting together and then this girl was about to get to you, uh, for another shooting. I don't I don't remember but I just know that you were calling me in that afternoon and you were like, This girl is not anymore here. You know? Like and I was yeah. like in shock because she used to use uh, you remember uh, this Twitter account and she was with so much followers we were like in shocked like oh my god. yeah and what ha- happened-
0: and what happened and what happened with Katia was she had um, left the escort business I had put her in with a modeling agency in Mexico City called Dumitz, and uh, yeah and she was she was there but Katya had a problem that many girls in the escort business in Mexico Mexico City have even girls outside of the escort business she had a really bad drug habit oh she had oh, she yeah. had to get she had to get she had to get high to go to an appointment you know yeah. and we know and we know somebody else that's like that as well you know we had a, a mutual friend who used to get high all the time and I mean she even had a small son at home and she still Got high all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, what...
0: <laughs> and, and so, and, and so, what happened was, is that she, I, I she said she needed money for rent, and yeah. uh, a, she said a client had called her, and I mean, this was a story, not from her because she was dead, but this was a story from her mom, that mm-hmm. on Sunday night, and Sunday night, she got in contact with a, with a friend supposedly and this mm-hmm. friend was um, gonna lend her money and she had to meet him on Wednesday at, at a certain place which happened to be a just happened to be a hotel okay. And Wednesday night uh, Kathy and I had an appointment to sit down and talk because we were gonna do her um, live Jasmine account and we were gonna do some other stuff so Kathy and I talked at like 4:45. And she was supposedly, she was buying some stuff in, in downtown Mexico City, you know, in, around the Zocalo. And she said, you know, call me tonight at 8 o'clock. So I called yeah. her at 8 o'clock, there was no answer, I texted her. This was before there was WhatsApp, well, before I had WhatsApp anyway. And uh, so, I, you know, I texted her, I called her phone, and the next day I called her again, texted her again, still didn't get any reply. Friday night, same thing happened. It was just—it was a continuous thing for three days. There was no response. So Friday, Friday night in the middle of the night, um, I guess it was around two o'clock in the morning. Katya's mother called me, and she was looking, and she was looking for Katya, and she was like, you know, where is she? And I was like, I have no idea. And on Saturday, they found out that she was murdered and found in a um, hotel room, and. Yeah. Obviously, you know the rest of the story from there. So, the the person who killed her, you know, apart from torturing her, uh, raping her, and cutting her throat and some other stuff, he also took all of her telephones, her personal identification, everything she had with her that could you use to identify her quickly. They they took, or he took, and we actually yeah. had the guy on video. You actually see the guy on video going into the hotel, coming out of the hotel, and then walking down the street nonchalantly like nothing had happened and uh, so yeah I mean it was just one of those things and it's still an unsolved case and this is one of the reasons I'm doing the, the this uh, documentary with the Netflix producers in May It's specifically about these cases that are unsolved because Katya's case sparked anger in myself and a couple of other people as well, because I think, yeah, I
1: think it was uh, it was like a really big alert for
0: all of us in the industry. It was was Why? It, it was the first time nobody had said, nobody had published in a newspaper, nobody had talked about it on TV, nobody about it when it happened. But everybody,
1: but everybody, really loves to have sex with strangers, which oh, is yeah.
0: something everybody crazy. Yeah, everybody loves it. Yeah, everyone should. I it's do.
1: it's just like a big taboo in Mexico. Like you, you just don't. I mean, it's it's crazy how people can be like, okay, yeah, let's go, let's go on a date, let's go on a date, and they will they will know for sure that you will be paid for that night, you know? Like, oh yeah. And you just don't know who's this guy, but okay, there's it's an example. <laughs> I was, I was just remembering um i used to dance right okay so in that time i used to have um a roommate and this roommate used to have a kid a kid and then um they were like um going on a, like this girl was going on a date with a guy and this guy was in the living room just sleeping right because she wouldn't be able to sleep with him because he she was about to get uh, you know like her kids and stuff so she said okay just I would just go back to sleep with you but I mean maybe not maybe yes but my roommate she's gonna come back so just open the door for her so, so my friend she didn't come over and I was just getting home right and when I got home I was like, Oh my god, what are you doing here? He was my client in that time. At the table dance. Oh so, uh, the
0: guy the guy that was that was living with
1: her? Yeah. <laughs> I was like getting into the you know how it like I mean, that's how I, I I used to drink in that time. I don't drink anymore but in that time I was like so fucked up because I was coming from work and I was like oh my god what are you doing here and I know you was just taking my clothes off and it was like jumping on him like oh my god how are you I'm so glad you're here you were waiting for me and then after that he was like so scary like these girls are crazy I was just dating this girl and she has this roommate that I am you know you're like i mean i'm the client of these other i'm having
0: sex with this girl that's living with my with my girlfriend
1: yeah so (laughs) So
0: i'm I'm so sorry i didn't even know that and that's and that and it happens you know it's like because the whole business is sort of anonymous you know let's face it nobody uses their real name um, you know the girls; they they pick a name just like a porn star does. They don't use it. You know they don't go out and use their their yeah, real yeah. name. And so what happens is that you know you get a call and you know you know one one cordoba. that's why yeah.
1: it, it can be like very dangerous because of
0: course, because you don't know who you're you don't know who you're meeting. I mean, I had a girl. I had a girl that I did her photos in in Pachuca many mm-hmm. many years ago, or in the early 1990s. I did her her pictures in Pachuca. And she was, she had an ad on one of those websites, I forget which one it was, but she got a call to go do a service at a hotel. And so she got to the hotel, and when the guy opened the door, it was her father's best friend. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, a guy guy that, you know, was her father's best friend (laughs) that's known her since she was a baby. And so there's the guy, you know, in the hotel, and they're both like, oh my God, now what do we do?"
1: Yeah, I I remember um, I was. Do you remember I was uh, about to go out with um with a friend with my brother's friend? You remember that we were like, um, oh. oh my god, these guys. I I I don't remember when this happened. I don't remember. We were, talking,
0: we were talking on the phone. I remember, you were like, oh my god, my brother's friend is here. In, my brother's here in the parking lot too. <laughs> I remember that you were like now what do i do
1: yeah oh my god yeah we had
0: lots of of crazy oh my god i remember we had a pizza party one night remember we had a pizza party and all the and nicole nicole was there viviana was there everybody was there that was one of the times when i didn't cook yeah, and and
1: then and then the girls were like, "Oh, I'm coming, I'm coming home, I'm coming home," and and we were like, "Okay, here's the spot. You just can come and bring your clothes because we're having like shootings and talking and we're
0: like." Shooting and then we saying talking and alcohol. <laughs> I don't know how many <laughs> bottles of my wine we burned through that night. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was that was back <laughs> in two thousand. <laughs> That was back in we, 2017.
1: Yeah, we are like eight girls, like just chilling and having fun. And everybody wanted to go like to work that day, but nobody went to work. It was <laughs> amazing. Out, yeah. We were nobody like canceling the all the appointments like, oh, no, I'm so fucked up. I'm chilling. Bye bye.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we, blew, we blew through a bunch of wine. I don't know if we blew through like eight <laughs> bottles or nine <laughs> bottles of wine that day. We did go through like two or three pizzas.
1: Oh my god, the pizzas. Yeah, we were like stopping the diet. Like
0: Yeah, we were off our diet that day. No more (laughs) no diet on that day.
1: (laughs) And we were assuming like yeah, we we will just trust you, Kevin, with the pictures, you know, like okay, fuck it. Let's break the pizza.
0: Yeah. We we did some we did some great stuff that day and I mean uh I I have very fond memories and really great pictures with Nicole, uh, with Viviana, with you. And I don't even remember who else. I mean, I got to the point where I don't even remember who else. Nina, it
1: was Nina. Nina. Ah,
0: That's right. Yeah, I remember. And there was a girl from the Czech Republic that was there as well, too, but I don't remember her name.
1: Oh my God. That was crazy. We were and sabrina was there wasn't she
0: my my girlfriend at the time sabrina was there or she was she was there were
1: lots of girls
0: yeah i know it was a (laughs) (laughs) it was quite a party
1: yeah
0: it was yeah those were the Uh, days yeah jennifer
1: also oh yeah (laughs) yeah
0: and there and there was supposed there was a uh, brazilian girl was supposed to come but she didn't show up (laughs) i don't know what happened she couldn't get out of the house or something and
1: (laughs) I think I think she was she was very wasted from the, from the after party she went, but then I couldn't get her on Uber. I don't remember why. No, happened. that was
0: Mia. That was wasted from the from the party the night the night before. That was the Mia from Venezuela.
1: Oh no. yeah, I remember.
0: She was she was the one that was really wasted, and she didn't come. And then she made an appointment with me for another day, and she didn't come again because she was. Again wasted. That was back in the day when she was was she was doing a lot of drugs.
1: <laughs> we, we were very crazy. Like we seriously, like, I don't know. You were like super brave, super passionate with us. Well, you it's like being yeah, sure. by eight
0: beautiful women.
1: And I remember we were just opening your fridge. Like, okay, there's food. When i get there i will just eat you know like we were always having food and wine and everything was just set up for us and we were like feeling really at
0: home (laughs) yeah usually i had i had usually made like after a shoot i would make dinner or something if we when i did a lot of shoots for in lingerie for catalogs and stuff like that we did order pizza and salads and stuff like that during the daytime but when i did you know like all day shoots and things like i did with you girls usually i cook, but that day i wasn't in any condition anything so we ordered pizza
1: <laughs> and I remember we were uh, having also like our own small closets because we were like oh no there's no way i went and brought all my stuff here i would just leave it here and that's all and we were like actually doing all these shootings right down there and we
0: were like can i leave this here <laughs> Yeah, I, had, I remember I had my, I had the, the black, you remember, you remember I had the black room for doing the, uh, for doing the bodyscapes. I had the walls painted black and the ceiling black and everything, and it was black. Oh my and we god. had all the, we had everybody's luggage and stuff stored there, makeup yeah. bags, everything.
1: Oh my, yeah. There and was, like, pictures- lots of wigs, and, and we were, like, shadows, makeup, oh my god.
0: Yeah, that I don't remember. Amazing. I don't even remember what time everybody left. I think that, you know, I think everybody just started like going or going on their own speed. A couple of people left with Viviana because she had a car. Yeah. I remember that. I know I know Viviana took a couple <laughs> of the girls.
1: Yeah, and and I remember like, "Oh, where 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 are you going to work?" Because in that time, we were like because you were helping us a lot. Okay, here's an advice girl You don't go to hotels If you don't have an appointment Because in that time You remember like all the police They were like undercovers They were, covers, they were inside doing operations the
0: Inside the hotels, yeah <laughs> And they still, are.
1: they still are And we were like at the lobby And everybody was like Are you having a room here? And we were like We're just having a drink Do you need something? And they were like, oh no, no like we were like wearing dresses, but back in that time you were telling us girls just don't wear crazy stuff, you know?
0: Exactly. Don't be don't be obvious and you know and <laughs> there were a lot of there were a lot of hints. You know, off the back of what happened with Katia and then we found out that it happened mm-hmm. with a bunch of other girls from Venezuela, from Colombia. And off of the back of that I came up with kind of like a a list of things to do and not to do when you're going on appointments, like yeah, don't let the client walk behind you. You know, when you go in the door, let the client walk in the door first so he can't grab you from behind. Check the bathroom to make sure there's nobody hiding in the bathroom. You know, it's just just a don't, lot of things. And, don't you leave
1: know. your purse outside. I remember so much, like when you were like, oh, I would say like giving us like advices. But
0: well, I mean, it was it was trying to keep. It was trying to keep the people that I cared about and I worked with safe, you know, and the whole concept when the magazine was born so many years before that, the concept was to help, you know, was to help the girls um, no matter what area you work in, whether you were a sex worker, whether you were a pole dancer, because I had strippers, male and female strippers on the on the magazine at the time. I had escorts. I had uh, up and coming porn stars from sex Mex. Um, I had previous porn stars there. I mean, it was, it was a run, running the gambit of different areas of sex work that were, that were featured there. And many of them became, many of the girls, like yourself, became friends with me. We, we Lizzie yeah. and I spent so much time together, people thought we were a, a couple.
1: I remember also that we were uh, in many situations uh, getting messages from people hey girl I really want you to have um, lots of money like you can just like send me your photos and I would just give you lots of appointments and stuff and blah 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 And, and we were like reaching them and we discovered that they were like in the black market or they were like you know hiding stuff
0: trafficking and trafficking girls and things like that yeah
1: and i remember you were telling me just just don't go to those places and then we decide to to work together like really really to work together and okay let's do this because i was like really done (laughs) with my situations so i remember lots of girls who were like trusting you like okay let's do it and you were like always helping us like really giving us the support that we need in 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 those moments i remember there was um you know um many girls with situations with migration situations with um also with their kids or something and i remember uh i used to date this guy he was a stripper and he wanted really really to marry with me or something and i was like oh my god kevin he's so in love with me but i'm not sure (laughs) (laughs) and you were like no just 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 live your life and maybe don't tell him because i was like oh my god he would just discover that i am an escort i'm not just you know like dancing because he was he was dancing at the the moment too and he he used to be um a doctor like he was like in the nutritional area or something i don't remember like very well but he used to pick me up at the club and i remember (laughs) I wasn't like in the club anymore, and and you were like, no, you really need to tell him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it's <laughs> really important to be if you're gonna make a relationship or somebody wants to make a relationship with you, you really gotta be honest with them about what you do, you know, and they have to be accepting of what you do.
1: Yeah, and I remember he was like, you know what, like let's do it. We we can do this camera thing and i was okay let's do it but then um uh, he really wanted to get married and i was like oh, i'm sorry I, I just
0: i'm very in, in uh, i'm a virgin and i'm not gonna get married right now <laughs> 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 there's so much to do out there
1: <laughs> why do you want to get married with me I'm
0: like i'm a so today? To <laughs>
1: I know, I know, that was like, like, like just crazy moments, but that was awesome because nowadays I just can, I mean, there was an experience that I really, I really, um, in the moment I, I really understood why we were like so protected by you i remember that we were i remember we were taking pictures of you know the car the plate the ID or wherever and if this guy were because there's you know like sometimes there are like crazy guys getting drunk or getting drugs oh yeah and and we were like oh um kevin how am i supposed to go away from this party and they were like paying and, paying and paying
0: because they didn't want to be alone. And that, and that's the thing. I think I wanted I think I wanted to, to ask you about the the clients and drugs and things like that. In your in your experience in working in Mexico City, did you run across the girls that, that you know, because of the place they're working like for like Zona Diva's or those places oh that sold drugs to the clients because that's what they were told to do?
1: Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not going
0: to, I'm not going to I'm asking say. you for the names, <laughs> obviously.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm not going to say it's it's a crazy thing to have drugs, you know, because, okay, it's cool to have drugs sometimes. I mean, even though I don't do drugs, I don't do alcohol, like, maybe like eight years ago. But because I, I really found it like very dangerous, I guess.
0: Yeah, it is. Like, I think that's one of the things that, that the girls who go to these parties and, you know, the clients or the clients and the girls are doing drugs, it sort of takes away the inhibitions of both of both. the clients. Most
1: of the time, most of the time you are like, OK, I'm here and this guy, it's having like he's in drugs and he's getting drunk and he's like having a crazy moment and ha 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 la 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 but then I will be paid and then if I'm going to stay I will get more money from him and then he will be like so fucked up that he's not going to be able to even talk to me so there's yeah i mean there's girls that they really take advantage of this because they just take you know a glass of water oh my god here's a new drug just taste it and then the guys just black out bye you know and also guys please if you're taking drugs just don't take more than enough like if you don't know this drug just don't take it and it doesn't matter if you're with a girl that you really know, if you're a client, doesn't matter like really, really, really just be careful with drugs and with the drugs that also escorts are giving you or maybe escorts, please just don't get drugs, don't get drugs from
0: people that you just don't know. Exactly.
1: Yeah. You don't like, know what
0: they're giving you. You don't know what it's laced with and, and, uh... and
1: you don't know how it's going to be the trip.
0: Exactly. And you don't know how you're going to end up after the trip. It's really important. And it's also important for the guys. You know, for the guys that are contracting the girls or the girls that are contracting the girls or the guys, yeah. if, you, if you take drugs that somebody gives to you, like for, if, if, a, if, a, if an escort brings drugs to a meetup, it might, yeah. it might not be the drug that you're expecting to get, and you might wake up the next morning without your wallet. You might wake up without your watch. Yeah. You might wake up You might wake up without your life. So, you know, you not wake up at all. So yeah. it, it not only Absolutely. goes for the girls, but it goes for the guys I as remember,
1: well. I remember you told us one day, um, girls, just get high with your own supply. And that's really true. Uh, if oh, you yeah. don't know
0: the supply, just don't do drugs, period. Don't do it. And if you've never done drugs before, don't start when you're with somebody you don't know. Yeah. If you're going to experiment, experiment with somebody that you know, that you've known for a long time, that you trust with your life. Because if somebody You're happens, already
1: having too much energy with money and sex. So no more. <laughs> no more stimulants. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And please, guys, if you're taking blue pills, just be careful with that.
0: Yeah, and you, right now you're touring in the U.S., right? You're touring in, in different parts of the U.S. right now? Yeah. You were in, Bra- I remember you were in Brazil. You, we talked yeah. when you were in Brazil. Before that, you were, I don't know if you remember if you were in Portugal or where you were. Yeah,
1: I was, yeah, we were like having, yeah, we had this conversation in Brazil. Then we. I was in Israel. Ah, uh, Israel, yeah yeah then when i was in israel i went back to mexico and then i went to brazil again and then from brazil
0: i'm here in the u.s so now you're where you're in chicago and where I'm are you? In chicago. Chicago? i'm in chicago
1: i'm in chicago um uh, south chicago i'm really near from O'Hare. you know the airport and yeah um it's crazy like it's freezing because it's summertime in brazil <laughs> yeah but,
0: yeah well it's um, 80 it's 85 degrees where i am at, and uh i was out working <laughs> i was out working on the pool before i i broke my leg so <laughs> oh
1: my god that was crazy did you just yeah like did you just broke your leg and that's
0: all yeah i was i i was playing the fool you know I was uh being over, being over 60 but thinking I'm still 20, you know, oh and I was God. trying to trying to show Tamaya how to jump over this wall and uh, I, I didn't jump high enough and crashed my the front of my leg right into the wall and then and then fell from there. So I've got this, ma- I had this massive cut and then, you know, I was like, oh my God. Oh my, God. My, 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 my whole leg was swollen from my knee all the way down to my foot. I mean, they, know. Could, they couldn't even put a cast on it because of the uh because <laughs> of the fact it was still so swollen i got to go back to the orthopedic guy this week because uh yeah i mean i'm in so much pain at night and i i wanted to you know i don't like taking and so i i don't want to take i didn't want to continue shooting tramadol into my leg and uh so yeah I you know i went through four uh, injections and i'm like yeah that's it no more so it's i'm just icing i'm icing it and trying to get some other stuff done but yeah i'm trying to be trying to be a little bit more relaxed you should please
1: yeah you should you should just be calm
0: (laughs) yeah i'm trying to be calm i'm trying to be calm the only person that's suffering right now is Tamaya because she doesn't have anybody to take her out for a walk so I just mm. let her out I just let her out in the garden here and uh, you know and she's she's good for she's good with that for now but she's she's getting fat from the last time you saw her
1: mm. um um I'm always like I mean i'm I'm always amazed like how you take care of people around you and I really really. I'm always going to be thankful for that.
0: Well, you know, you got to, there's somebody has to, my grandmother always taught me that, you know, we are responsible for our brothers and sisters. You know, it's like, it's just something that, that you are, you know, you don't, you don't hurt other people. And whenever you can help other people, you help other people. And you do it without expecting anything in return
1: and sometimes there's people that they just don't want your help you know
0: at all no there are some people that don't want help and you know or there are and there are other people that just want money you know it's the the two things that I've come to grips with in in the business I've had people that come to me and you know they're like oh I don't have a place to live can I come and stay with you you know so they come and they stay and the next thing I know that that my cell phone's gone my sunglasses are gone and they're gone so, but yeah, I mean, I, I like working with aspiring people from whatever industry, whether you're aspiring, whether they're aspiring to be a model, whether they want to be an escort, whether they want to be a porn star, whatever they yeah. want to do. I love working with people that are just beginning in the business, you know, that don't have any bad habits yet. And I'm looking forward to us reconnecting now in uh, yeah. in the next couple of months and we get a place there in the, in the U.S. and, you know, we yeah. get our ass back to
1: work. I really love to work with you,
0: and you're oh, and a super,
1: you. super, talented guy. I'm so proud that we are such a great friendship, and it's it's you're a part of my family. And I really, 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 really want to thank you so much for all the things that you've been doing in the in the industry, and and you're like a, you know, like a, you're a part of the change. Let me tell you so. I will always be here, always, always, always for you and for the people that are listening to us. And let's have fun, let's have good times, and yeah, let's just enjoy life. And that's it. I really, really hope to 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 work more with you. I really miss to work with you. Uh,
0: well, I, I missed it with you too, and and I mean that's the, that's the thing. I mean you're you're so beautiful, and for a photographer to have a uh, to have, you know, a beautiful model, to, to be able to shoot all the time and uh, to work with and, to, you know, it, it's just it's always a pleasure, you know, because I know I learned a lot in the business. And I, and I, learned, I, learned, a I learned
1: a lot. All the all the things that I've learned, I, I, I've learned those things from you. And I really, really appreciate that.
0: I love yeah, you, and, I, and I'm glad you're still around. I mean, I'm glad that we're still friends. I'm glad you're still yeah. around. A I'm lot of people really come and go in the business. You're in my life. Yeah, and you're in mine, and I and I and I really love that. I love that we uh, we still have that same relationship that we yeah. had in the past.
1: Friends, a, fr- a friendship—it's—it's it's just the family that you choose.
0: Exactly. You know, you can't choose your biological family, but you can definitely choose your present family
1: i know i know i know i'm so glad that that we are so connected all the time
0: as as am i i'm glad that we stay in touch as often as we do i'm just sad that all the traveling that you're doing i'm not doing it with you we will we will oh oh, i know we will but i mean for right now i mean i I do miss uh the traveling i haven't been to europe in a while i I, I need to make a trip let's go mean uh, we, really, we really we
1: were always being like talking yeah let's go to Italy and then spain let's let's do a new aero tour yeah let's go
0: yeah i mean there's so many places i'd like to shoot you <laughs> i'd yeah, shoot you in the front it. shoot you in the head yes let's do it i mean in germany i can take you to so many spectacular places to do a shoot i mean i've been dying to do one in the black forest i've been dying to do one in lindenauer um, I had Dresden is a beautiful city and, and I know a couple of models in Dresden so I mean we could have a lot of fun
1: yeah let's do it let girl if you are like down there and you really want to work and have some fun with the best photographer in the world like join us
0: yeah that's it join us on our tour
1: <laughs> yeah join us
0: yeah that's what we need to do we need to do another uh, 13, 13 country 33 city tour across Europe <laughs> yeah starting in starting in Italy and working our way through through uh, Slovakia oh, that's another place I gotta tell you a beautiful beautiful place to shoot is in Bratislava oh,
1: wow. in Slovakia
0: I mean it is so beautiful and I love Budapest I mean I can go on about all the places in Europe that I want to go back and shoot again. But, That's I mean, it's just yeah. it's doing it with somebody is a lot more fun than doing it on your own.
1: I know. I know. Let's do it. I'm pretty sure we're going to have lots of adventures, like more of okay. In
0: 2022, it'll be the adventure of
1: 2022. Amen, amen. Yes, let's go. Let's do it.
0: Okay. It's, a, it's okay. It's a plan.
1: Yeah, it's a plan. And, and right. we, we're very dangerous people. We, we, when we're be, together. Plan.
0: I know. <laughs> we, are but we do, do have fun yeah we will we may do it dangerous podcast. when we're together but we, we 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 are fun when we are together i
1: know and we can talk a lot oh my god i just can't believe we are like an hour we're half. I, I, I i'm i'm very excited that that i can see the results of this conversation conversation oh, podcast of yeah. uh, interview yeah. and happy moment
0: <laughs> yeah. Happy memories and happy moments. Yes.
1: Crazy yeah
0: Crazy moments also. Crazy crazy moments and happy moments. Moments and happy moments. Yeah.
1: Moments and happy moments. yeah.
0: So yeah. Well, I'm so glad we were able to connect and you know get this to interview. Um and get perspective from you and yes. get perspective from me. Um and talk thank about you all so the so
1: much. Thank you so much for the invitation and thank you so much for being in my life and thank you so much for all the changes that you're doing for the industry.
0: Well, and I appreciate you coming on and talking so openly about everything that, you know, that your experiences in the industry and and what you're doing and and hopefully if there's anybody out there that's in the Chicago area that would yeah. like to, that would like to meet you, I'm sure Lara would like to meet you. Um yeah. so just uh, get we'll, we'll put in the podcast we'll put Lara's contact information where you can find in her and uh, how to get in touch, and you know maybe you can meet up. You can have some. You can have dinner. You can have some fun while you're, while she's there in Chicago, before I take her away to Colorado or Texas. Yeah, thank you so much. So that's it for tonight's show, I guess. And uh, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that uh, Lara comes back and she becomes, in the future, my co-host. And you know we yes, can do this podcast yes. together and interview guests together. And, uh, and and share the fun with a lot of other people um, because I tell you we, we are a blast when we're together, but we can be dangerous. So <laughs> I know uh, I, I, I know. will wish I will wish everybody a, a wonderful evening, you know, filled with uh, erotic fantasies and incredible sex. So until next I'm being, week, I'm being open always to talk about it and to taste
1: more stuff in life.
0: Exactly. Yeah. To, to make to the spice of life as they say. Yeah, don't feel afraid. No, don't. Don't be afraid. Be yeah. be open to experience and don't be afraid to try things and new people and and uh you know. And always do... ask. Oh, yeah, always ask.
1: Yeah. Don't Thank don't you presume, so much. Don't presume. Thank you so much for having me and this is to everyone. Beijos. Boa noite para vocês.
0: Uh, there comes the Portuguese out. Well <laughs> Okay. Well, babe. And that's it for tonight, guys. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to favorite our show so you don't miss any of the episodes. And we're gonna have some incredible guests from the porn industry in the next three episodes. So stay tuned. Follow us and don't miss out. And stay safe. Keith says bye bye.